Ready, set, go! I finished the last episode by saying, let's get serious about this. Let's see just how serious our automakers are about EVs. Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is the place we discuss EVs in small town America. A few weeks ago, Chevy revealed its strategy and EV lineup for the next five years. I decided I should cut GM a break, but my graciousness may have been premature. When pressed harder, we find out from Electrek and Teslarati that Ford and GM combined forecast to sell 320,000 EVs in 2026. I looked at this and I said, what? Electrek asked Mary Burra, GM's CEO, about this on their big reveal day. She said, we'll go as aggressively as customers demand and we are working hard to create the demand. I think you'll see us be very aggressive. Electrek has had discussions with people at Ford and they have made similar comments. Here's the big problem and why we as EV enthusiasts can't trust Ford or Chevy. They have no incentive to develop EVs. The government certainly isn't driving them to it, as we see in Europe, and the EPA's footprint rule is just proof that lobbyists are controlling Washington. Honestly, I wasn't familiar with the footprint rule until this week, but it makes so much sense and clarifies so many things for me. I think the rule came into effect around 2011, and it basically said the bigger the vehicle size, the less fuel efficient the vehicle has to be. The EPA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, and the California Air Resources Board, or CARB, work in conjunction to set CAFE standards and emission standards. Now, CAFE is Corporate Average Fuel Economy. We've been told that these CAFE standards are an integral part of national security and energy independence. The fleet calculation is based on a harmonic mean, which is basically the reciprocal of the mean of the reciprocals, and it's supposed to give more of a story than just taking a regular average. So basically, you flip everything, then take an average and flip it back, but we're really getting way deep in the weeds there. Basically, just know that fuel efficiency has been increasing, and it was slated to increase dramatically, but under the current administration, it has pulled back a little. Also, the bigger the vehicle, the lower the efficiency. And I think this is what is driving SUV in the truck market much more than soccer moms ever thought about. By offering bigger cars, automakers are sort of kicking the can down the road, hoping that these cafe standards will be relaxed and it will sort of go away on its own, which seems to be working for them. As you can see, this is uh, straight up politics, like most things in America. But I think this is why so many car manufacturers are pushing SUVs because they seem to be able to get away with the lower efficiency if that's the only thing sitting on the lot and it's a good looking vehicle, why not buy it? It seems to me that if you are figuring to meet these standards, 
and it encompasses your overall fleet. EVs and plug-in hybrids are part of your fleet, and all indications are that EVs are included in calculations. I'm referencing a 2017 National Highway Traffic Safety Administration fact sheet, and I will link that in the show descriptions. But if you take all of your fleet, including EVs, it seems like the EVs would raise the overall efficiency of the fleet. Is it possible that Chevy and Ford are offering EVs so that they can make more, bigger, inefficient ICE vehicles? They don't want to sell EVs. They just want to be able to say that they have EVs. I used to think that EVs for these guys were just like EcoBling, but it may be more nefarious than that. I don't know. It's just something to ponder. In closing, I want to point out a few things. Electricity is energy independence. It's made here. It's consumed here. At 320,000 EV sales forecasted for 2026 combined between Ford and Chevy, that's less than the 367,000 plus Teslas that were delivered last year. I thought GM and Ford were just interested in making buggy whips, but they might be playing us all. Another question, where is Chrysler in all of this? Clearly, they're absent from the discussion. And finally, the U.S. government is neither serious about EVs, energy independence, or the environment. If they were, there would be fewer loopholes and fewer lobbyists. That's it for today, and what a rabbit hole it was. I've placed the articles discussed in this episode on Flipboard. Check it out. Hit that subscribe button. The EV revolution is here, but it's going to take a grassroots effort to make it a fun ride. 